said to Abraham, kill me a son. And Abe said, man, you must be putting me on. God said, no. Abe said, what? God said, you can do what you want, Abe, but next time you see me coming, you better run. Abe said, well, you want this killing done? And God said, out on highway, 61 Well, Georgia's Sam, he had a bloody nose And the welfare department wouldn't give him no clothes So he asked poor Howard, where can I go? And Howard said, there's only one place I know. And Sam said, tell me quick, man, I gotta run. Well, old Howard just pointed with his gun and said, that way, down Highway 61. said to Louis the King I got 40 red, white, and blue shoe strings and a thousand telephones that don't ring Now do you know where I could maybe get rid of these things? Louis the King said Let me think for a minute, son And he said, yeah, I think it can be easily done Just take everything down to Highway 61 She says is much too wide And he said, come here And step in the light mm, Yeah, you're right Let me tell the second mother This has been done But the second mother Was with the seventh son And they were both out on Highway 61 
Now the roving gambler, he was very bored. He was trying to create the next world war. So he found a promoter who nearly fell off the floor, who said, well, I've never engaged in this kind of thing before, but yeah, I think it can be very easily done. We'll just put some bleachers out in the sun and have it out on Highway 61. Just around the corner from the Alpine Inn and up the hill from Finicky Franks, this is Pacific Street Blues. Well, yesterday, Glenn Bauer and I got together and we presented a history of the blues. Not the history of the blues, but a history of the blues. You got about 140, 150 years worth of music. You're just not going to do it justice in 45 minutes or in three hours. But today, we're going to kind of emulate or reproduce the show from yesterday and play the entire tracks. And so I have included the visuals, which I'll refer to from time to time. And there's a link on the Pacific Street Blues uh, Facebook page on the playlist today. So if you want to kind of see what we're seeing or what I'm referencing, you can go right there and pull it up. Start off this week's edition of Pacific Street Blues with music from Blue House and the Renta Own Horns from their brand new record. And a track there called I Put a Spell on You. And that originally done by Screamin' Jay Hawkins, but made famous for most of us by the band Creedence Clearwater Revival, featuring John Fogarty. Also, we heard from Dave Alvin, and Dave Alvin is doing the old Bob Dylan track uh, out on Highway 61. And uh, so many people have done that. Johnny Winter, perhaps most famously, but I think... It's my view that the Alvin track is just magnificent. And so I wanted to play that because today we're going to go down Highway 61 together. Probably the first guy to... uh, Now, let me phrase this carefully. He did not invent the blues, although he did publish an autobiography called Father of the Blues. But a guy named W.C. Handy, as a young man, was standing on a train station in Tutwiler, Mississippi. And he heard a guy playing a guitar with a knife... And he thought, hmm, this is pretty interesting. Now, Handy was a trained music teacher. He was a professional musician in brass bands. And he was out looking for authentic black music of the American South. Now, he was a Southerner as well. But he went off and did a song, and he copywrote it. And so he has the first copyright of blues music. And maybe it's trademark as a... But anyway, he published it and got credit for publishing the first blues song, which was a campaign song for a guy, uh, Crump, who was running for mayor of Mississippi. Well, he changes that, and uh, we're going to hear a version of it. It's called Beale Street Blues here, but the original version is Memphis Blues, or Memphis Street Blues. And so uh, W.C. Handy is kind of considered the father of the blues. Now, he's playing brass, and they played brass because, number one, it was the instrument that they knew how to play. But number two is there was kind of this culture of uh, African-American brass bands, and you could hear the brass band above the noise of the crowd. 
And so a similar thing is going to happen with Jelly Roll Morton later. We'll talk about that. We're also going to hear in this set of music from Louis Armstrong and What Did I Do to Be So Black and Blue? And of course, Armstrong is a cultural icon from New Orleans, and he begins in a small band in New Orleans, goes to Chicago, creates a band there, and becomes one of the main figures of the Harlem Renaissance, which we're going to discuss later. So music from W.C. Handy and Louis Armstrong, right here on Pacific Street Blues. I've seen the lights of gay Broadway Old Market Street down by the Frisco Bay I've strolled the Prada I've gambled on the birds The seven wonders of the world of sea And many other places I have been Take my advice, folks And see old Beale Street first You'll see pretty browns In beautiful gowns You'll see tailor-maids And hand-me-downs You'll meet honest men Pickpocket skill, you'll find that business never closes till somebody gets killed. You'll see Hogner's restaurants, chillin' cafes, you'll see jugs that tell of bygone days and places, once places. Now just a sham, you'll find golden balls enough to pave the new Jerusalem. If Beale Street could talk, if Beale Street could talk, Married men would have to take their beds and walk Except one or two who never drink booze And the blind man on the corner who sings this Beale Street blues I'd rather be here than in a place I know I'd rather be right here than in a place I know it's gonna take the sergeant for to make me go Going to the river, maybe by and by Mississippi River, and there's a reason why Cause the river's wet and all the streets gone dry.
old empty bed Spring's heart has led Feel like old Ned Wish I was dead All my life through I've been so black and blue Even the mouse ran from my house. They laugh at you and scorn you too. What did I do then to be so black and blue? Oh, I'm white inside, but that don't help my case. How will it end? Ain't got a friend. My only sin is in my skin. What did I do to be so black and Take a brief underwriter's break and come back and discuss field recordings. So when we come back, taking a look at field recordings in just a moment. The incredible thing is that when you would could play this material back to people, it changed everything for them. They realized that their stuff and they were just as good as anybody else. Then I found out that what I was really doing and my father was really doing was giving a an avenue for those people to express their, themselves and tell their side of the story. Everybody had to run and pray 
wise to the last time Don't Mama 
So tell me who's that riding Who's that riding Who's that riding I forgot the summer Well, what's gonna ride in What's gonna ride in What's gonna ride in I forgot the That's Blind Willie Johnson for you doing the song John the Revelator. And it's interesting about Alan Lomax is he went down to Parchman Farms I think it was Parchman Farms, and recorded Muddy Waters on the front porch of his house in 1941. And Muddy kind of thought, hmm, that's kind of cool. I wonder if I can make it, make a living doing that in Chicago. Well, of course, he goes to Chicago, and the rest, as they say, is history, as he births the sound that becomes kind of rock and roll, or classic rock at the very least. We're going to take a brief underwriter's break and come back and take another look at an artist that Lomax worked with, John Lomax in this case, a guy named Hudy Ledbetter, otherwise known as Leadbelly. We'll hear from him when we come back with more. Orleans. 
Cause my race is almost run I'm going back to spend the rest of my life Beneath the rising sun I'm going back to New Orleans Cause my race is almost run I'm going back to spend the rest of my life Beneath the rising sun Go on back down there Outside of New Orleans, there's a big toll gate. And all the trains that go through the toll gate, while well, they, they gotta pay the man some money. But of course, if you got certain things on board, you're okay, you don't have to pay the man nothing. And just now we see a train, she coming down the line. And when she come up near the toll gate, the driver he shouts down to the man, he say, I got pigs, I got horses, I got cows, I got sheep, I got all livestock, I got all livestock, I got all livestock. And the man say, well, you're all right, boy, just get on through. You don't have to pay me nothing. And the train go through. And when you go through the toll gate, the train got up a little bit of steam and a little bit of speed. And when the driver think he's safely on the other side, he shout back down the line to the man. He said, I fooled you, I fooled you. I got pig iron, I got pig iron, I got old pig iron. Now I'll tell you where I'm going, boy. Down the Rock Island line, she's a mighty good road. The Rock Island Line is the road to ride, yes, the Rock Island Line is a mighty good road, and if you own the ride, you got to ride it like you find it, get your ticket at the station on the Rock Island Line. I may be right, may be wrong, you know you're gonna miss me when I'm gone. Down the Rock Island Line, she's a mighty good road, the Rock Island Line is the road to ride, yes, the Rock Island Line is a mighty good road, and if you own the ride, you got to ride it like you find it, get your ticket at the station on the Rock Island Line. Hallelujah, I'm safe from sin. Lord, call me for to see me again hey. Down the Rock Island Line, she's a mighty good road The Rock Island Line is the road to ride Yeah, the Rock Island Line is a mighty good road And if you won't, you ride it, got to ride it Like you find it, get your ticket at the station On the Rock Island Line A, B, C, W, H, Y, Z Cats on the cover, but he don't see me Down the Rock Island Line, she's a mighty good road The Rock Island Line is the road to ride Yeah, the Rock Island Line is a mighty good road And if you won't, you ride it, got to ride it Music there from uh, Lonnie Donegan. Of course, Lonnie Donegan was the father of Skiffle over in the United Kingdom. And you name it, they played Skiffle. Paul McCartney, John Lennon. Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin, even the Rolling Stones, as we're going to hear in a minute, dabbled in skiffle long before they became merely a blues cover band. And so when we take a look at Alan Lomax, one of the things he did is he kind of went to the prisons to record original black music of the American South, and he met this guy named Hudie Ledbetty, Ledbetter. 
And uh, Lead Belly, as he became known, uh, kind of signs on with John Lomax. Lomax helps him talk his way out of prison, gets parole, and then a career begins. And it's an interesting little story is that in order to get Lead Belly a recording contract, John Lomax went to his friend Tex Ritter, who was a pretty famous country music uh, performer at that time. And interestingly enough, Tex Ritter had a son named John Ritter, who was in a television sitcom uh, during the 70s called Three's Company, which was the precursor to the show Friends. And so you kind of have this weird sort of serendipity. Well, we heard there a moment ago Lonnie Donegan covering Rock Island Line, which was a song that Lead Belly, a folk song that Lead Belly had made famous, as well as the song we heard from Lead Belly there called New Orleans. Well, this band out of Newcastle-upon-Tyne, using their best American accent, as you'll hear, is going to re-record that famously as the House of the Rising Sun. And then we're also going to hear from Mark Knopfler from Dire Straits as he pays homage to the late, great Lonnie Donegan and his track, Donegan's Gone.
There's a book out right now, it's called Woody Guthrie, A Life. It's about this fella named Joe Klein. And uh, it's really, it's really a great book. And this is, this song was originally, it was written as an angry song, was an answer to Irving Berlin who just wrote God Bless America. And, and, and this song was written as an answer to that song. This is about one of the most beautiful songs ever written. Anyway, let's do this for you. This land is your land, and this land is my land. From the California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you and me. I went a-walkin' that ribbon of highway I saw above me that endless skyway Saw below me that golden valley This land was made for you and me I roamed and rambled and I followed my footsteps To the sparkling sands of her diamond deserts All around me a voice was sounding This land was made for you and me When the sun comes shining then I was strolling And the wheat fields waving and the dust clouds rolling voice was chanting as the fog was lifting This land was made for you and me This land is your land and this land is my land From California to the New York Island From Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters This land was made for you and me sun comes shining, then I was strolling, and the wheat fields waving, and the dust clouds rolling, the voice coming chanting, and the fog was lifting, this land was made for you and me.
Don't you want God's bosom to be your pillow? Hide me over in the rocks of ages. Rocks of ages will for me. Oh, my loving sinner, when the world's on fire, don't you want God's bosom to be your pillow? Hide me over in the rocks of ages, rocks of ages will for me. music there from the carter family doing the song the world when the world's on fire and if you go back to the ken burns special on country music this particular branch of folk music he's going to say it begins with two entities one is the carter family and the other one is jimmy rogers the singing brakeman well eventually the carter family goes their own separate ways but they are quite literally at the dawn of recorded music Maybell Carter, one of the singers in the band, will form a group now with her daughters, three daughters, including one named June Carter. June Carter marries Johnny Cash, and together they create a musical legacy. Carter's daughter, Carlene Carter, who currently tours with John Mellencamp and opens many of his shows, was for a period of time married to Nick Lowe. Nick Lowe, of course, wrote What's So Funny About Peace, Love, and Understanding and produced the first album by Elvis Costello and The Attractions. The other daughter, Roseanne Cash, married a guy named Rodney Crowell. Rodney Crowell was this principal songwriter for, or at least helpful songwriter, with Emmylou Harris. And Emmylou Harris had been the backup singer for Graham Parsons. Parsons was a member of the Birds as well as the Flying Burrito Brothers and essentially with the album Sweetheart of the Rodeo birthed country rock music that gave us bands like the Eagles or eventually led to Garth Brooks' historic career. Now what's interesting about Graham Parsons is he's going to teach Keith Richards open tuning on the guitar and that is going to lead to a whole new sound, an exciting sound for the Rolling Stones and together they're going to write a song called Wild Horses. How do we know that? Because Graham Parsons lyrics book is now in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and very clearly and they went through this on their site he was there when the song was written he was writing it and he's the guy that recorded the words and changed them as they developed. Let's hear some music now Johnny and June Carter Cash and then of course the duet with Bob Dylan from his Nashville album Nashville Skyline called North Country Girl. We got married in a fever Hotter than a pepper sprout We've been talking about Jackson 
Ever since the fire went out I'm going to Jackson I'm gonna mess around Yeah, I'm going to Jackson Look out Jackson Town We'll go on down to Jackson Go ahead and wreck your hell Go play your hand You big talking man Make a big fool of yourself Yeah, go to Jackson Go comb your hair Honey, I'm gonna snowball Jackson See if I When I breeze into that city, people gonna stoop and bow. All them women gonna make me teach them what they don't know how. I'm going to Jackson, you turn loose of my coat, cause I'm going to Jackson. Goodbye, that's all she wrote.
if she's wearing a coat so warm to keep her from the howling wind if you're traveling in the north country fan when the winds hit heavy on the borderline Please say hello to one who lives there she was once a true love of mine In the North Country Fair Where the winds hit heavy On the borderline Remember me To one who lives there She once was A true love Johnny Cash and Bob Dylan for you right here on Pacific Street Blues. Take a brief underwriter's break and come back. We're going to take a look at Will Shea and the Memphis Jug Band and his influence on Bob Dylan's contemporary Charlie Musselwhite and how this leads to some top 10 hits in the 60s and the 70s. Thank you. 
I was walking down the road When blues gave me a ride You know blues tells the truth in a world that's full of lies I was raised up in Memphis That's down on 61 But you'll find me in Clarksdale Where I have my fun For you, won't you jump on board? You can forget all your troubles and roll on down the road. Well, now, baby, hear that sound, hear that howling wind. You know it blows as light. This old world is about to end So we're taking a look at the history or a history of the blues because it's such a big field we can't possibly cover it all in one three hour show so there's going to be a lot of glaring omissions but we're trying to tell some stories about roots music and how the blues develops. One of the sounds is the jug band music that comes I'm not sure really where it comes out of but it's famous for the Memphis jug band out of Memphis. And the guy in the band is a guy named Will Shea, and probably the person we're most familiar with who's influenced by Will Shea is a guy named Charlie Musselwhite. Charlie Musselwhite moves to Chicago as the white kids are beginning to get into the blues, and he's a contemporary with guys like Mike Bloomfield. And so eventually he'll connect with Elvin Bishop, and he'll record with Bob Dylan, but he'll do a duets album with Elvin Bishop, and then more recently he's done a couple of records with Ben Harper out on the Stax recording label, also from Memphis, Tennessee. And so we just heard that. But one of the interesting things about this jug band sound is younger kids are going to pick up on that sound. And there's one band that forms that's kind of a breeding ground for some really interesting music. It's called the Even Dozen Jug Band. And out of this band comes guys like David Grisham, who you may be familiar with. He's on the Grateful Dead album, American Beauty. Or maybe Steve Katz, who goes on to help found the band Blood, Sweat, and Tears. But the two we're going to look at is Jonathan Sh- uh, John Sebastian, and he's going to form a band called Love and Spoonful, and also Maria Moldauer, and she's going to marry a member of the band, Jeff Moldauer, but we know her for the song Midnight at the Oasis. So out of the Will Shea dawn of the recorded music era jug band sound comes the even dozen jug band sound which then eventually morphs into some top hits in the 1960s and the 1970s 
What a day for a daydream What a day for a daydreaming boy And I'm lost in a daydream Dreaming about my bundle of joy And even if time ain't really on my side It's one of those days for taking a walk outside I'm blowing the day to take a walk in the sun And follow my face on somebody's new mode law I've been having a sweet dream I've been dreaming since I woke up today It's tired me in my sweet dream Cause she's the one makes me feel this way And even if time is passing me by a lot I couldn't care less about the dues you say I got Tomorrow I'll pay the dues for dropping my loan A pie in the face for being a sleepy bulldog
So throughout today's show, I'm kind of making the argument that if there hadn't been people to record the music, we really wouldn't be appreciating or thinking about music the way that we think about it today, which is kind of like, duh, right? So one of the great figures in the recording music industry is a guy named John Hammond. And many of us are familiar with his son in the blues, John Hammond Jr. But John Hammond's an interesting guy. He did A&R for Columbia Records. That means artist and repertoire. And he would go out and find talent and sign it. And some of the great bands that he signs includes uh, Bob Dylan, Bruce Springsteen, Steve Ray Vaughan, Billie Holiday, Aretha Franklin, Count Basie. And what's interesting about Hammond, who's Jewish, is he goes to Benny Goodman and he says, you need to have some black musicians in your band. And this is it during a period where that is not going to be tolerated. And so he gets guys uh, in his band, including Billy Taylor and Charlie Christian. And what's interesting about Charlie Christian is he becomes one of the first electrified guitar players in recorded music but he also has a history early on of playing here in Omaha as a resident as a part of a music ensemble and so it connects right here to Omaha but when we come back we're going to take a look at the historical legacy of John Hammond 